Welcome to A Writer's Journey. Thank you for listening to this podcast. This episode is about the battle of the mind of the heart. What does it mean to make decisions straight from the heart? What does it mean to listen to your mind? And why is there, a, why is there actually a battle? So, well, thank you for listening. Enjoy it. Bye. Hi. I uh, just wanted to let you know how I actually come up with the topics that I'm talking about. And this is also the reason for the topic today, which is the battle of the mind and the heart. Um, basically, um, when I uh, start recording this podcast, I usually close my eyes. And there are many thoughts in my mind of what I should be talking about or what I shouldn't talk about. And then I try to kind of put my mind, all this chatter that I have in my head, I try to put it on the side and I am connecting with my heart. And this is usually where I get the inspiration for the things that I'm writing about, that I'm speaking about, or basically topics that I'm currently dealing with. And today I got the inspiration to speak about the relationship between the mind and the heart. Uh, in the past, I used to also call them the self and the ego, which is actually another good explanation. So the heart represents the self. It's the authentic self, which means the real you. And the ego is actually the mind. It's the, it's the voice in your head that always tells you what to do or not to do. And recently I read some two books that were really, 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 not like changing my perspective, but really added something to my whole view of life. One book is called The Rhythm of Life, and the other book is called The Untethered Soul. Untethered Soul, it's difficult to pronounce. <laughs> and both of these books are extremely enlightening when it comes to the topic of what life is all about and um, what it all means to have fear, to have pain, how this whole thing with the mind and the heart works. And actually, this is all connected. And I was recently also um, reading up and researching a lot about the topic of energy. And this is where the heart comes again into place because... I uh, mentioned to you in the previous podcast and also in my uh, writing that I was struggling with really low energy. It wasn't necessarily that I was in a bad mood or something or in a bad state, but I really suffered from low energy. And, and I thought the reason is because my little daughter was not sleeping properly and I had an interrupted sleeping pattern And I don't know, there were so many other responsibilities I had to deal with. And I had every day the feeling of something was draining my energy. So the first thing that came into my mind is that I changed my diet, which was actually a huge help for my body because suddenly... I wasn't able to kind of produce the energy myself because of healthier food choices. Yeah, my body had an easier job to reproduce the energy that I was constantly kind of, I don't know, losing or lacking. I don't even know what was happening. But now, a few months later, I got a bit smarter. And yes, definitely, um, nutrition is super important. Um, and 
to everybody that is for that that, that is able to live on a plant-based diet and be really with it i'm telling you this is absolutely the way for me sometimes i do exceptions yeah because i haven't 100 committed yet i'm not there yet but i'm just trying uh, different things out um For me, I know at least that, for example, eating animals is not working at the moment because I just feel I'm eating bad vibes and it kind of lowers my energy state. And so at the moment, what I'm doing is most of the time plant-based diet um, with some exceptions that when I go, for example, to an Italian restaurant, it's horrible. They have nothing for me to eat, so I have to eat either gluten or something with milk. But, I, I mean, it's not happen often, but, you know, I survive, so that's okay. But, um, yeah, so I was uh, thinking about this whole thing of energy. And then I read in this book, The Unsettled Soul, that energy is actually produced in the heart and now I understood as well when I went to the seminar of Tony Robbins yeah we were constantly screaming and shouting and he always said unleash your soul you know when you think about your soul where does your soul lie it's actually in the heart region you know they also speak about chakras it's where the heart chakra lies so this is the most important areas actually in our in our body And it basically always stands in contact or in conversation with our mind that sits kind of in our head. It's the voice that we every day listen to. And the voice doesn't always say what we're supposed to do. It most often say what we are not supposed to do. So I read in this book that the heart actually generates all this energy. So in my case, when I had this feeling of that something is draining me I have not enough energy I just don't feel good I have troubles with sleeping I figured out that it actually came from a very closed heart chakra so for me to to live um, a happy uh, fulfilled state means actually to live in a I don't know in a heart state or with an open heart I'm probably I'm sure you heard about this already before, that you have to have an open heart. Some say an open mind, but that's not correct. I mean, you have to have an open heart, yeah? So the heart is everything we need to focus on. And um, our world works basically like this, that we do everything with our minds. We tell ourselves that things, this is reality or I have to do it a certain way or, you know... All, Or I cannot do this way because people think that of me and so on. So you have this whole construct of yourself uh, that your mind kind of built. But it has really nothing to do with the person that you really are. And I experienced this thing actually myself because I had for... For a very long time, I had this certain, I don't know, image of who I am. You know, I am this person, I used to do this, and now I'm doing this, and blah. I don't know, I had this certain construct. And all the time when I came into situations that made me feel uncomfortable, I felt that something was shaking within me. Yeah? So what was actually happening when I came into uncomfortable situations, let's assume, let's assume that I am, I don't know, scared of, I don't know, let's assume I'm scared of people. 
then I always came into a situation where I, where I was confronted with a lot of people and um, then they gave me a lot of attention and I feel suddenly uncomfortable. And then I f I'm thinking like, why was this happening? And then I realized it's my heart. It's my heart that is trying to deal with pain that has been caused a long time ago. And this is, again, something that I spoke in the last podcast. It's these so-called patterns that happen all the time. It's the feeling of pain and the feeling of suffering that you keep on that keep on repeating and the 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 area where you feel this is actually in your heart it's never in your mind but in the moment you feel this in your heart what happens is actually that your heart closes and your mind takes over control and it says see what you did you again bought yourself in the situation where you feel pain and now you have to deal with this again so next time you will never ever go into such a situation again so what happens here is that your heart felt pain and your mind had an immediate solution and because we are living in this western world where the mind is kind of i don't know <laughs> a god we listen to it so what we do probably um, unconsciously we do not get in contact with these situations that cause us pain or frighten us so what happens our whole life kind of goes forward and then we again come into a situation these so-called patterns or programs start happening so you have repeating situations that are happening again and again because your heart actually wants to solve this your heart actually wants to be freed and what your mind does it is so scared of the ego it's so scared of the situation because it wants to protect you from the pain and the suffering it tells you again Make sure you never go into these situations again. It's not healthy for you. It's not good. You will suffer. You have pain. So again, you will tell yourself, I will never go again where I meet, in this example, where I meet people. Because they, I don't feel good with them. They scare me and I always feel bad. So you kind of stay away and yeah. And this is how all the time these situations start repeating itself. So the question is now, what are you supposed to do when you think about the mind and the heart? Well, the answer is listen to the heart. But the problem is the mind is so loud that most of the time we really forgot what it means to listen to our um, voice of the heart. You know, I call it our inner wisdom. That's actually what I'm always mean with, with the heart. And yeah, and again... To actually get in contact with the heart is through meditation. It means to do something to shut up the the mind, you know, the constant chatter. I mean, if, you, if you're really into this and at the moment I'm doing a lot of meditations and they're quite advanced where I am trying to kind of look at myself while I'm meditating, I'm, I'm seeing this, this, this voice of the mind as a, as a person. And then I notice this person is so annoying that I don't want to spend actually time with that person. I mean, obviously, it's the voice in my head, but I, I made a picture of that person and I realized it's really annoying. It's constantly talking. It never stops and it's really annoying. So what I'm trying to do is basically to 
to kind of get behind that voice, you know, to let it talk, but do not, I, I'm trying to not take it as serious anymore because I noticed that this whole talk, it has nothing to do with real reality. It sold, basically the mind sold reality to me And I thought always life looks a certain way. I have to go this way and not do this way, avoid this thing, uh, avoid that pain. And so life was pretty difficult. But the moment I noticed that this is actually a false construct, you know, it's a construct of the mind and it's actually wrong. And the mind is sick because it's telling me all these things that are actually not true because I can tell you in the moment you are able to step behind that voice and actually reconnect with your heart, which is, it is, uh, it is some work, you know, it is a bit difficult because in my example, my heart was completely closed. I didn't even know that. I heard it a few times. People told me, spiritual people told me that my heart region is very closed. And I was like, what are they talking about? I don't understand. And then I noticed that I have, I have, Uh, issues uh, to to feel in certain areas for example when I was in India the first time and we had very deep meditations people were crying around me and I wasn't able to cry and then I thought okay maybe I'm just not not this kind of person that cries or something but then I noticed again there are other people that are able to experience beauty in such a massive way that I thought how are they able to experience that And then another example is that, for example, I see people, grown-up people, that have fun with playing games. And I'm always like, why do they have fun? I mean, I really don't like playing games. It's silly for me. But they are in contact with their, with their, I don't know, with their child soul, their authentic self, you know. And that's why they're able to have fun. And I notice I really have troubles to have fun with all these child activities and the funny thing is my little daughter she always reminds me of that so I have to kind of step again behind this mind and open my heart in order for for us uh, for me to anticipate in her play for example and this is the whole thing with the heart is a bit I mean this whole construct sounds a bit complicated but you have to actually to make it re to, to break it down and to make it simple yeah you have to imagine the typical picture of your on your shoulder sitting the the angel and the devil you know it's m maybe a bit extreme but to make it you know easy so the angel represents your heart and the devil represents your mind both have an agenda it doesn't mean necessarily that the mind or the devil wants you bad it's just it has different experiences and it sees that This is that there are situations that can bring suffering to you, there are situations that can bring pain to you. And the angel is telling you, you don't have to worry, you just have to trust your heart, you just have to go, everything will be fine. But usually we listen to this kind of voice of the devil, you know, of the mind, because it is so loud. And that's why people also turn into into insurances that's why the insurance business industry works so well because we are so scared 
of loss, of accidents, of, you know, that something could happen to us or to our loved ones, that we try to ensure it in a way, but it's not possible, you know, you cannot ensure it. If things will happen, they will happen. I mean, of course, yeah, okay, great, you get some money, you get some support. I'm not saying that, you know, insurances are bad, but this is how the whole business is built on. It's built on our fears because we constantly listening to the chatter of the mind and we have forgotten what it means to listen to the heart and um, I am like I'm saying I'm currently practicing um, listening to the heart and it is not always easy because for me especially it means to also kind of stay with myself yeah because there's not only me there are the people around me and the people around me they also have certain situations and they also sometimes are in situations where they have pain or suffer and so on and it is so important to stay where you are stay with your heart you know don't get into the mess of other people because they kind of suck you in and this is how you cannot help them you are not able to help other people from a standpoint of suffering with them together, you know. The only way how you can help someone is with compassion. And how do you get compassion? Compassion is only... The only way how you can get compassion for somebody else is with your heart. And this is, again, the heart is the answer to everything. And ah, another thing... When I say heart, some people call it also gut feeling, you know. So it's kind of the same thing because this is maybe something that sounds more familiar, you know, the feeling of the gut feeling when it tells you that something is really wrong. However, most of the time we're really not listening to it and we get these signs everywhere, but um, it's difficult. Um, yeah, so... If it comes to to me, um, training my heart looks looks like this. In the evenings, I'm meditating, and I found for myself a concept that I'm imagining my heart as a beautiful flower. And every evening, I have a meditation where, in my mind, in my mind, <laughs> I'm imagining my heart or the region of my heart, and I'm seeing how this flower open up slowly you know and I can see its beauty it starts shining I see golden light coming out of it and um, if I'm really good and really not every meditation is successful you know sometimes I break it up because it doesn't go any further but if I'm successful in terms of that I'm really in but the, the important thing is not so much about successful or not successful the important thing is that I do it every day so when I get into the situation that I'm sitting there meditating and I'm able to actually feel this whole thing in, in the heart region, I'm seeing this flower opening, there's coming, there's pouring golden light out of it and then I can see how this whole light actually expands to the world that I'm living in. And this is how it works and this is also how proper business works because business or money is always a transaction with other people. And how do these transactions work? They only work successfully if they are done with the heart. People only feel good doing business with you when you have an open heart. It's the so-called gut feeling that they're having. Because if, if you are doing business 
and you feel um, you're doing this because you know you're scared of being poor or I don't know and there's basically your motivation is scarcity people will smell that and they will see this is not authentic you know because it is not done for the purest purpose of you know exchange it is done because you are scared or you know there's a false concept built on it most of the time you will not be as successful as you could be or you will not have success at all so therefore transactions in form of business and money exchange is also important to do with with an open heart it's all about the heart so for me, like I said, I'm opening up this flower, I'm shining this golden light and I can see how this golden light reflects my whole world. And after I'm doing this, I usually feel so good. I feel like I'm full of love. My body feels so relaxed suddenly. And when I open my eyes, it's just, it's just that I stepped in a completely different world. And that's why it is so important. And when I find the time, I also meditate um, during the day. And I always meditate before I do this podcast because the way I want to reach everybody is through my heart. It's not through my mind. It's not about, you know, what I should talk about or should not talk about. It's I want to reach everybody with my heart because this is how you really will hear because otherwise it's just words that I'm telling you. And these words, they don't mean anything, you know. But it's the feeling that I'm trying to kind of transform and to reach your heart as well. And that's why it is so important. So yeah, there is a battle between the mind of the heart or between, I don't know, um, the ego and the self or um, how is it called? I don't know. It's like always these two forces. We have it like everywhere. Yeah, um, In the Bible, how is it called? Goliath. Oh, I forgot it. <laughs> so it's great <laughs> when you're talking and then you want to say something and you just don't remember. It doesn't matter. I'm pretty sure you know what I mean. Ah, David and Goliath. Exactly. It's the same thing. It's always this example of a big force with a small one. But in the end, you know, the good will always win. I'm not saying that the mind is bad. This is not what I mean because you cannot say good or bad. It just has a completely different function. The function of the mind or the ego is always to give you an option it means the heart knows what is right and the mind basically is there to double check if everything is okay but because we have nowadays not really these dangers anymore as we used to have in stone age where we could be eaten by a, i don't know a tiger or something it is still the same mind and it still does the same chatter and it's still talking the same bullshit. So I can only advise you to work on um, the communication with your heart. You can do that through meditation. Another way is through creativity. Being creative is also opening up the heart. So if you, I don't know, singing, dancing, drawing, painting, I don't know, whatever you do that is kind of creative, where you create something, where there's nothing and suddenly there is something. This is creating something. This also opens up the heart, you know. The creative process is something very important. 
and also play. It sounds stupid. Well, what children do when they actually play and you, for example, I see my daughter recently, she has a little car and she drives with it and she has broom, 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 broom. She drives with it and I think, ma, she has so much fun. Why does she have so much fun? But she's playing, you know, and this, this play thing, it opens up the heart. It's very, very, very important. Not saying you have to do that with the car, but why not? I mean, there are, there are grown-ups, they have, they have huge, I don't know, um, train, how is it called? Like train games in their house and they build like little um, villages where the train actually passes through. I don't even know how it's called in English. No idea. I don't even know how it's called in German doesn't matter but there are you know there are a lot of grown-ups that, that that like to for example dress up and play war I don't know or dress up and you know and pretend they are superheroes <laughs> there's so many different things um, how you get in contact with this playful soul this is also how you can get in contact with the heart so to put it all together um, meditation yeah where you imagining that something is opening up in your heart region this is very important it takes a while but this is a way how you can do it probably there are other ways this is a way i use so you have to find your own way another way is the creative process creating something building something painting something doesn't matter being creative is how you get in contact with your heart and the last thing being playful, what children do, play games, being funny, laughing, you know, uh, doing crazy, funny things, you know, that's, that's how you also get in contact. Ah, and of course, laughing, if you smile and laugh, this is also how you're in contact with the heart, so if you, I don't know, watch a lot of funny movies, this is also how you get in contact, but most important, you know, bring yourself into funny situations, some people do these laughing meditations, you know, where they sit for an hour, and they like smile and laugh, it's a bit weird, but you know, it works, so these are a few ways that I'm now coming up, uh, how you get in contact with your heart, actually, maybe, maybe you guys know something else, and you are happy to, I'm happy if you write uh, to me about it otherwise well that's it for today thank you so much for listening um, yeah and if you have any sorts of feedback I will be happy to read or hear about it thank you so much wishing you a beautiful day